0: Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast from Wales Online.
1: Hello, welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast by Wales Online, brought to you by Gulliver's Sports Travel. I'm Ben James, and today I'm joined by our two rugby writers, Simon Thomas and Andy Howe. Good afternoon, chaps. We're back
0: together again, Anne. Yes, you uh,
1: missed you last week. <laughs> I had to go solo there. Obviously, <laughs> a duet rather than a yeah. trio. Trio. Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, it's Wales Australia this weekend, so we got plenty to discuss massive, massive opener for Wales uh, haven't won an opener for a very long time, isn't that right Andy? 2002
2: against Romania, Was well beat as Romania at uh, Wrexham for 40, uh, 40 points on them, so uh, since then there's been some uh, uh, close games with Australia, South Africa and with New Zealand in uh, 2009, but uh, we are seeing now a bit of a psychological uh, barrier about this first match how often do you hear him saying, uh, "You know, we are slow starters. It's difficult at the start of a campaign, hard to get on the pace and all." So you, you know, you do. I wonder if there is a, a mental block. I don't know what Simon thinks.
0: Well, I mean, in, not just in the opening fixture, but the opponent as well. You know, if you go back, it's twelve games in a row. Wales have lost to Australia now since that game in two thousand and eight, where if you remember, Jamie Roberts and Sterling. Mott, look at that huge collision. Jamie stayed on helped Shane score uh, set up the tries to Shane and, and Wales won little we, did we know at the time you know that that was going to be the Wales's last uh, victory against the Wallabies in 12 attempts you know can it be 13 times lucky you know we wait and see uh, well, but
2: Wales have only beaten Australia twice since the 1987 World Cup so that puts it in perspective how atrocious the Welsh record is against uh, you know, them nearly near as bad as it is against the All
0: Blacks it's it's a weird one as well and and they found weird and wonderful ways of losing to the wallabies you know i was in i was in melbourne when they were leading when the hooter sounded you can't get much worse than that and there's been a, there was another game obviously in Cardiff. I remember Lee Halfpenny got injured right at the end, and I think it was Kirtley Beale scored in the corner, denied them a win. They went around to the field. Yeah, there's, so there's from been a Welsh line
2: out five meters up from the Aussie line. Twenty twelve. I, I remember there was
0: a series of games where I think we lost five or six in a row, where the margin of defeat well, was like two
1: points. Well, Twenty twelve wasn't it? we went? Yeah, summer tour. Here's
2: all. a little uh, little stat for you, uh, apart from uh, from last year, the previous I think is the the previous. Um, T- t- uh, 10 of the, uh, uh, the 11 the losing streak have been uh, decided by fewer 10 or fewer points or fewer than 10 so the, I mean the, 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 a lot the, the c- concern
0: you always have isn't it when you get into that kind of record is come the last 15 minutes of the game if there's one score in it does those old thoughts come into your head again you know with the close defeats they've had Um as Sam Warburton was speaking this week, obviously, the injured Lions captain. He was saying, you know, stats and track record don't count for anything. But I mean, I guess when you're but, in that last 10 minutes, and when, especially if you go behind in the last 10, you, you, your mind must say, here we go again, you know. Well, Sam's
2: view is Sam's really different to that Michael Phillips. The ex math, who said uh, it used to really annoy him that Wales used to go on a field against, well, he used New Zealand actually, but he said he's gone on a field with them and half the boys have beaten before they got on there. <laughs> so, you know, it's hard to know. I think you're right, I think it is a subconscious effect. What I find extremely baffling, and you know, all is Wales have had this problem, this problem against Australia and during the Gatlin era, even little old Scotland have beaten the Aussies three times, Ireland have beaten them three times, and England have put them away a load of times. I think England won her last five against them. Yeah, so how yeah. can Scotland beat Australia when Wales, who are a much better side, land Scotland and up at the same level as Ireland, cannot beat the Wallabies. Really, so, so, I mean, they've
0: certainly become a real hoodoo for us. I mean, And there's been occasions during those 12 matches where you went into the games and you really thought they had a great chance. I have to be honest i mean I'm not as optimistic about this fixture as I've been at some of the games which we ended up losing you know the, the Wallabies have just beaten New Zealand or all right New Zealand had won the rugby championship, but any victory of the All Blacks is, is an achievement we should know we haven't done it for a while any fifty three yeah exactly and and on top of that you know they've got two elements in, which which are i guess causes for concern in terms of Wales one is that they are missing key individuals we understand that both Justin Tipperick and Reese Weber aren't going to make it fitness wise now the back row in particular has been really hard hit this, this season we talked didn't we last year a number of times about the, the rich strength and depth we had at open side well it's turned out it's gone now to be the most cursed position in Welsh rugby Sam Warburton Ellis Jenkins James Davis Ollie Griffiths all sidelined so the, the, the situation is that it looks like we're going to go in with Josh Navidi starting at seven and Sam Cross on the bench. Now, you know, Josh is one of the great stalwart servants of Welsh rugby. You know, he's been fantastic for the Blues over a number of years, covered six, seven, eight equally adeptly. And you really hope he has a big game. But we are missing players in that background, not just at seven, also at six. Obviously, Ross Moriarty he just returned... Uh, to fitness so you've got Aaron Shingler then again another person who's deserved the chance based on the regional game but all of a sudden it doesn't have that familiar look to it at the back row Reese Webb as well out now Gareth Davis you know a very reliable nine uh, but I suppose the other thing you have to take into consideration is that um, there is you get a sense of an element of experimentation about this Welsh team all the talk has been about going with a 10-12 dual playmaking option as Warren Gatman did with the Lions with Farrell and Sexton and it means that the likelihood is you're going to go in with Owen Williams who I think we worked out, out there's nine minutes of test rugby as a blood replacement in the South Seas and he's going to go in against some pretty big men so
2: and Annie, he's a chap who's playing most of his rugby yeah. that.
0: so this is the concern it, it's against a team we haven't beaten for a long time with a much changed team in a period of experimentation hence why I can't say I'm hugely optimistic
1: you've touched upon it there you know how difficult is it going to be for Wales to change a game plan Ooh. Against Australia in, in, in such a cauldron, well, it's going to be. T- you can't just change your game plan anyway. You just can't go on a
2: pitch and throw the ball around if you're on a back foot because you're going to get absolutely smashed. It's like I'll use the example of the Lions. The Lions against the New Zealand uh, Maori in the summer. Maori picked Damon Mackenzie at outside half, boy, going to strut the stuff, beat people, etc. etc. He was he didn't have a look in it in that match because the Lions were so dominant up front. they Pushed new, uh, the Maori back. Every time he had the ball, he had a load of lines coming down on him. Impossible for him to play. As a result, he was non-existent in our match. It's the same thing was to happen this this weekend. Is, is Wales are not going to be able to play. You cannot play behind the game line. I mean, Gatland, with Warren ball, as he'd be first to call it, winning ball, you've got to get over the game line. Sometimes the only way forward is to smash your way over the game line. And Wales are going to be short of ball carriers this, 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 this weekend without the likes of uh, uh, Mr. Moriarty. That's a
1: good point. Good I think, point.
0: you know, if you look at it, you're saying then that you still think Wales are going to play a game-line game, despite all the talk of going yeah, for a 10-12 what, option.
2: The fear is up front, the Welsh Grum could be under pressure. That, um, that if Wales are under pressure up front, it's very mm. difficult to play that game to play a, a, a wide game. Look at the Wales backline. There's no George North, another big man. No in Cuspert. the backline, there's no, no Jamie Roberts. No Cuthbert. If they don't pick Scott Williams, he's only just been recalled The Scott because of injury to Tyler Morgan. There's um, uh, there's no Cuthbert. There's no big man. The only big man in the backline who can get over the game line, probably in the backline, line. batters his way for people, is Jonathan Davis. So Wales are going to be rather restricted to their options. Wales are going to have to play so well up front to give those guys, the little guys, the diddy men, in the back line some room to manoeuvre
0: and if you look at it up front there's not an absolute host of big ball carriers I mean probably the the most physical, carry, the most physical ball carrier is probably Jake Ball who's going to yeah. be there. He does a lot of the abrasive work. Mephalet's is a different kind of number eight. He's athletic. He likes to you know go he past picked. people and run through them so much. I think Davidia might well have a big ball carrying role to play because he does a lot of that work for the Blues. Although Obviously, now you've got the seven. The, the I mean, question
2: the, is with Josh, of course. He's a great lad, great, great player for the Blues. Uh, can he step up this extra level?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean he he did well in the summer playing at number 8 against Tongan and obviously this is a step up a game. Um, The issue for me is that if you look back last year against Australia, I think Warburton was injured and we really struggled at the breakdown in that game. Totally, Chris, disagree
2: with you. (laughs) That's because what happened there was Wales totally struggled from first phase defence. Osprey were getting the ball top of the line out and they were just going through from first phase and then if there was a breakdown they were already 10, 20 metres over the game line and I don't care who's uh, flanker then, it's impossible to get back and win that ball. I think
0: the biggest problem I saw in that game was that there was a lot of passive defence from Wales where we weren't missing many tackles but in the tackle, we were been driven back 4 or 5 yards so by the time there was a breakdown yes you're right, they were on the back foot and we didn't have then the people in place to slow that down. The concern for me is if we lose that breakdown battle again against Australia and they get speed of ball, that's when we could be in real trouble. Yeah,
2: well, worse, really. In that game last year, worse like Robertson headlights. And, uh, yes, don't beat Rhonda Bush. Really, it's cost Jamie Robertson's international uh, career. Uh, you know, since then, he hasn't been uh, first choice. And um, it was the angles of running, wasn't it? The off-the-ball work of the Aussies, the angles they were running at, the options they were giving. Uh, Bernard Foley, by the way, is a real top outside half at... Um, at, uh, so they were just running into space. He was putting the ball into space, and they were just going through it. Whereas we're all over the shop. Yeah, you, what was yeah, going you on? Mentioned,
1: you mentioned it there. Obviously, last year Jamie Roberts struggled with the angles of running off Bernard Foley. How do we see?
2: Maybe my Jamie oh, just call. had an off day.
1: You know, it's possible possibility, but you know he did struggle on that day. Well, he didn't he get was, Anywhere near making a tackle? Exactly, he because yeah. he's gone with the wrong man. Or just so, how do we see? This untried midfield pairing of Bigger and Owen Williams dealing with it because you well, know, I well, know it was only Japan. but the if irony watched, is, if you watch the Australia yeah. highlights,
2: the irony they is, is the they, same I angles. I, I was was gonna gonna say He's going to pick they, a super size, probably yeah, centre exactly. pairing of uh, exactly. Tavita Kuruirani and Sami Kurevi who he's not is a good again. Uh, <laughs> 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 both Fijians, I might add, and like they like the Fijian. Fijian on a on the uh, uh, right wing was also an handful, but uh, those two, uh, uh, Kuruirani interviewed him yesterday they're going to be tagging the 10 12 channel really he was quite open about it we're going to test wales you know we're going to go powering into that channel and uh, we're going to look to test the uh, wales backs they're really up for this game they come here on a high they haven't lost for six uh tests uh they've beaten the all blacks for second of the championship they really got in their stride
0: yeah we're hugely ironic if they beat us by playing warren ball wouldn't
2: they yeah but they i think <laughs> is it the case they identify wales got diddy men backs Owen Williams at 12 and that already looked at his uh, plate bigger I think going to attack the goal for them
1: and There's been a bit of mind games from the Australian camp as well I suppose they were saying that they are expecting the same sort of game plan from Wales
0: I mean the impression I got I spent an hour or so watching them just chatting people around the squad I don't think they're spending a huge amount of time thinking about the Welsh team to be honest <laughs> I think they just focus they're very focused on what, they, what they're going to do I mean they've got an astute coaching team there um, yeah, I don't think they're been sleepless nights analysing all yeah, our team. I mean, well that, in a way, that's good because you've got a young, a young guy like Steph Evans out there now who's been the form player in Wales for a year. You just would love to see him early on in that game get the ball in hands and, and actually introduce himself to the Aussies and say, hang on, perhaps you should have done a bit of research. Because he. You know, you would love everything that you've seen him do at regional level, and all the talent and flair you've seen. How great you would be seen to see that transferred to international stage on Saturday.
1: You touched upon the back three there. I suppose that's the other selection sort of issue mm. in this probable team that we've picked out, uh, and that's it's looking like Lee Halfpenny's going to start at 15. Yeah, I'm,
2: than, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised uh, by that because uh, Liam's been starting all season on a wing for his new club, Saracens. Uh, Halfpenny um, though Liam played in the first test and then he played so well in the first test with the Lions they couldn't leave him uh, they had to keep him at full back for the uh, second and third test he so also had the influence there of uh, Owen Farrell Johnny Sexton on what they wanted uh, leading players leading away plus I think Andy, uh, Andy Farrell as influence as one of the coaches um, but don't, what we must Halfpenny had a, a concussion or a knock to the head against the Maori. And he had to serve the HIA protocols, which means he couldn't couldn't train for that first test. So they weren't going to pick him because he hadn't taken much part during the uh, training week. And then Liam played so well, he ended up there. In the past, Wales have picked half-penny at full-back because... um, uh, and Liam on the wing because they don't think uh, Liam connects enough with his uh, teammates he's more of a, a finisher when he's had the ball he might make a brilliant break might then be a two on one but they think he dies with the ball rather than pass um so you know I think he improved that with the Lions though that, um, that he started shipping the ball around a bit uh, but and he's played all season for the Scalas hasn't he he's played quite well he's solid very good defence and he's got a better uh, tactical kicking
0: game yeah I don't know any great issues with them going that way I mean I've always liked to see Liam playing full back you saw what he can do with the counter attacking sense with that fantastic try that was set up for Sean O'Brien in, in New Zealand this summer uh, but as Andy says he is playing on the wing regularly half play half and he's playing full back regularly the Scouts and you know you are seeing glimpses of him in more of an attacking role lovely try I thought he scored against Toulon out in France against his former club uh, and I suppose they will interchange it a, a, a little bit but you don't really get the sense that that's where the game's going to be won and the other lost thing, or
2: do you the other thing with the back if they're playing as a unit and they're close enough to each other playing as a unit talking and uh, uh, talking and in reach of each other either passes or whatever uh you know Liam can still do the counter-attacking from the back because that happened just give him the ball can't he on a switch and then it's Liam doing the running yeah. speaking so there's no reason yeah. why they can't sw- so, um, switch positions anyway but then and I mean Steph been... Evans
1: potentially is a cracker well, you've talked, talked about that dovetailing for years it seems and it, it, yeah it's come I was
0: speaking to people around the Wallaby camp and I got the impression they weren't expecting Wales to play a particularly counter-attacking game from the back three you could, I can analyse this as being relatively narrow, narrow as a three so I think they probably will kick um so, it would be lovely for us to prove them wrong and show that we can encounter that because you've got the players there with the ability to do that. I think about so,
2: linking and combining, all that comes down to the coaching, doesn't it? So, coaching have got to get an imprint on Yeah, maybe it's Lincoln. just me. I just,
1: I just feel the game plan that we're clearly trying to go into with, with a, a 10 and a 12 who can ball play. Mm-hmm. I feel you need a 15 who cuts the line more because obviously he's playing on the wing for Saracens because Alex Goode is their second receiver. That's why he's playing like that. Mm. So he, he, he sticks out yeah, I, I think
2: you're making a very valid point there. Yeah, he is the book. I because think when we, when Wales in got the, the, the same way. Say Wales, in the
1: same way. 2008. Yeah. We had Hook Henson, and you had Byrne cutting the line out. Yeah, yeah. Say Wales
2: got a line out in attacking position, and they put Neil Williams in the fullback position. For that, they cut that line out. Are you talking? About? I wouldn't
0: be. Su- I wouldn't be surprised to see Jonathan Davis come in, taking first receiver off Graham on occasions, first receiver off bigger using him as the person who would play the more the game-line role if they feel that's needed. And then off your second or yeah. your third phase, that's when your dual playmaker comes into that's play. That's what we do in the line not But it? to do that, you need to be going forward, and that's when we come back to that whole thing. You know, Is the Welsh pack going to be able to give at least you know parity and maybe a little bit more than that? Obviously concerns, because we, uh, we all saw that video of the England scrum <laughs> against the Welsh scrum at Clifton College, filmed through the fence that well, that's didn't go particularly well That's only one we've seen obviously but uh, that's a big big area Scott Seo we talked about him and he isn't he outstanding loose head prop one of the best in the world he's going to present a challenge uh, and Wales need to really get a foothold in set piece
2: yeah Wales have had problems haven't they you know, for a few years at uh, tight head uh, prop you've got uh, I think Thomas uh, in the team we've uh Published, Thomas Vance at uh, tight dead, Samson Lee, not even on the bench, had a bit of a Stephen knock. Ian Brown, you know, it be uh, a massive step up if he had to come on for him, wouldn't it, after like 10 minutes or something, <laughs> through an injury or something, even though he's got a, you know, he's just turned 21, got a huge future ahead of him, but he's got a heck of a lot to learn.
0: It's a shame that Samson, as we, seems to be struggling with him. We saw him, didn't he? Yeah, he's he's looking, lean. looking lean and mean. Um but, but, you know, clearly Preston, he's not quite ready. Um, the other one, of course, Rob Evans. We hear is going to start, and that's a big ask for Rob because he hasn't played a game of rugby since the twenty ninth of September because he's had the HIA issue. Now, uh, I like Rob; he's one of my favourite players of the current crop. Great ball Still carrier, there. fantastic attitude to the team, great character. Big ask, though, you know, to start after so so long out. Um, but I guess, as, as often the case, of the Welsh they look at people in training and they make their own decisions, and they don't particularly. Pay a huge amount of relevance to how much regional rugby they've had beforehand, um, but I think if you go down the road of, of Rob start and you'd imagine Dickie Smith with whatever a good old part to play as well, can coming off the bench, you would have thought. Is it
1: fair that they don't go look look at regional form? Is that? Can they look at re- I'm, I'm not so much talking regional
0: go. form there. I'm talking about there has been a tendency, and it's not the first time where we've seen players thrown in by Wales, having been out through injury for five six weeks beforehand. They? Yeah. They've done it before. They have a belief that they, they, can, want, they can they can achieve and, and they can get what they want out of them up to the level they need in training. Uh, so it's nothing new that they've done this, really.
1: I suppose the other thing on the bench is that it's looking like there's going to be no fly half cover, no Priestland, no patch. Or they, they, they
2: don't need fly half cover. They've got Williams, aren't they? Well, you say yeah. that,
1: but then if you think, say, Dan Bigger goes off after five minutes, suddenly you've got Owen Williams and Owen Walkin. That's a, that, That's... You know, that's a big ask for them to, to play 10 and 12 against Australia with 75 minutes of rugby it is, it is 9 indeed, minutes it is indeed of rugby between them it the is
0: but level. it might actually it
2: could be one of those things might actually come off it's a shot to nothing isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, they, oh, you know know this could come on and be an absolute revolution couldn't it and you know, Williams all of a sudden got off a son and outside half so uh, you know what was the alternative
0: if, well, you could have gone Scott Williams on the bench, I suppose, couldn't you? Yeah, but
2: who's going to play us? Well, yeah, he could have. Yeah. But if, you caught, Scott, if, you're to, if you're talking is, about that Scott, experience, Scott is clearly, since the summer, slipped on the it's back. In order, all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, why? I don't know.
0: You covered a bit all, so. uh, Yeah, I mean, I, there was no indication of it out there. I mean, apart from the fact, obviously, he was left out for that second test. Now, you thought, like, well, Jimmy Roberts is captain. They want to look at Tyler Morgan. And, but none of us really saw it coming. He's going to be admitted from the squad I wouldn't say he's been at the peak of his powers this season. But you know, it's still a surprise. Though, he? Given you know, that he's waited all these years to get the chance yeah. at twelve, and as soon as Jamie Roberts moves out of the scene, mm-hmm. so does he. The the uh,
2: the other issue then, obviously, you have touched on it with the uh, uh, the O's Boys Williams and Watkins. Is he also it looks like the Gaz Davis is going to be Scrum Math Reese Webb is uh, struggling with this uh, knee problem, and is the other issue? Should they pick him anyway because he's off the France at the end of the season won't be able to play for Wales after that? Um, Gaz Davis. Um, you know, Gaz Davis, I think, benefits probably from a strong leader outside him. Someone with a bit mm-hmm. of experience, you know, which bigger would provide. So, uh, yeah, if all them, perhaps if Owen Williams did have to move to 10, And uh, you know, Gas Davis would that affect his game. That's a good
1: point.
2: That's a very good point. Yeah. There'd be a lot of, uh, there wouldn't be many caps with it, the nine, 10. And it would have been a while since they'd have played together. No, nah, neither. Hmm.
1: Right then, let's uh, get a bit of positivity. And uh, we have been positive. I'm not saying you haven't, but come on, let uh, how can Wales let's beat Australia then? Score more points, generally. Uh, there's, there's, how can they beat them? They're going to have to do much that There's right? the wise answer,
0: as well. yeah, yeah. I mean, Japan's got 36 points against Australia. Yeah, it's yeah, 30 yeah, just point, hang on. The uh, <laughs> point I'm making uh, is that their defence isn't absolutely the most water watertight thing. Hang
2: on, 14 of those points came in the final minutes when the Aussies had changed eight of their team and had uh, took their foot right off the accelerator. Mm. So you've got to bear that in mind as... Uh, 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 as well they didn't really trouble Australia much before that so uh, Wales Sean Edwards said the Australians likely to score 25 points so Wales got to score more points uh, got to score more well actually Um, what he
0: said was he'd be happy to keep it to 25 he was saying the Australians average about 32 to 33 points I think, yeah, Wales have got to be absolutely spot on defensively. Jonathan Davis, massive role to play there. You know, everyone's in the Aussie camp. You ask them who they admire in the Welsh team. He's the name. I see Bowden Barrett said he was the player that he uh, admires most outside the All Blacks in World Rugby. You know? And uh, he's he's a man at an absolute peak of his game, benefit from coming back to the Scarlets. And he has a massive role to play now. And he, with a young man, Owen Williams, alongside him. A young man outside him is Steph Evans as well. He's, he's going to be a defensive glue Wales have to look to keep Australia to under I think under 20 points because I don't see us scoring a hat full of points so well, you, Wales
2: are going to have to take all, a lot Their chances I mean, yeah, in this yeah. game. However I many chances Wales get, you wouldn't have thought they'll get like ten chances. I think the key thing They're Wales have to take Wales dance, have to Wales Wales have, to to Wales, have to to in, in Wales
0: have to stay in. the game because remember last year against Australia, it was it was gone by, was by, half, gone time, by half time. It it before that, that, I mean. And then there'd be a good. I mean, I mean, let's not discount the fact that there is you know a home game being played here yeah, and. They've sold over sixty-six thousand tickets—a big leap up from last year's Australia game. So you know, when we had the big flag behind one of the posts, so there will be a good atmosphere, a good home atmosphere. You know, and there's always a degree of optimism, you know, from the, from the the fans on the opening game. And that has to be utilised, and they have to stay in the fight. They really have to. And then, I mean, the, the one worry would be for me slightly when I look at the bench. There's not Any experience? there's quite a bit of an experience there. You know, and that's why i was saying maybe Scott Williams would have been an option. You know, but it's going to be really hard isn't it Listen, to the, 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 the biggest thing for me is they've been playing these Aussies have just been playing awesome this Welsh team hasn't played together since March against France and there's quite a few changes from that
2: and yeah, the, the Australian backs are so dangerous it's going to be so hard to keep them 20 points in it you would expect Australia as they virtually always do to score some tries You know, we, never mind the opposition uh, generally against the All Blacks they do manage across the, uh, uh, the, the, the White Watch the less what's less interesting you're saying now they've been playing Mm. together and all for months and all which they have but you look at the state of South Africa when they came here last year at the end of the rugby championship they didn't want to be here it was this. and what if Wales when Wales got the Southern Hemisphere what do other boys always say oh we tired we've had a long hard season etc etc we're running on empty didn't get um, so you know so it's truly it's the same for the Southern Hemisphere teams I didn't get that sense from the Aussies this week <laughs> no I didn't I think they because they only the up like South Africa appeared to be think it's going to make it you know it's going to be a tough autumn for Wales if anyone the team is taking a bit of a dip there's the All Blacks and that could be because they've had such a big year they played the Lions and you know the Lions mentally that's a huge uh, uh, challenge and getting up for that could be the fact that, 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 that it's the All Blacks who are in most need of a rest at the moment North Australia and South Africa. Well, I,
0: I watched the All Blacks Barbarians game of the week and I know it wasn't their first team but there was a vulnerability to them which I haven't seen for a while and listen Wales have got a not horrendous autumn but it's like a a torridly hard autumn with the three uh, super rugby giants as we used to call them you know New Zealand, Australia and South Africa and Georgia Who will be hugely physical for us to take on with what will be a changed team? It's a really hard autumn, very hard. I
2: did did a piece which is online about the definitive look of Wales' autumn campaigns under Warren Gatland. The interesting for me thing for me is Wales have actually paid the big three super uh, southern hemisphere teams more than England. Wales played them 34 times. You know our record, as in number of wins or percentage of wins, is worse than the other O'Murians. Worse than Scotland's, a lot worse than Ireland's, a lot worse than England. Why? Uh, go back to the thing. I disagree with Sam Warburton. I think it's uh, no. I think it's. Uh, I do think it's a bit of a mental thing uh, with the All Blacks at, at uh, very often and uh, Australia. I think there must be a bit of a barrier there because, you know, what you said. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I can think of three matches on Australian soil we should have won. We should have certainly won. Yeah, in uh, twenty twelve. And 2014 was the final score 33-28 what a fantastic game in rugby Wales out George North was in the centre that day Wales outscored them in tries uh, 4-3 but uh, run out of uh, energy a bit towards the end and Bruno Foley won the match with a drop goal and, uh, and a penalty in the last 8 minutes Wales were leading 28-27 Till then but
1: it was a fantastic game of rugby
2: that's what we want
1: this weekend You, you touched upon t- t- how hard an autumn series is going to be the big three you know Georgia as well so beyond this weekend, what would constitute a successful autumn? I was
0: doing um, a web chat with the readers this last week, and I said if we get two wins, I think it would constitute a successful autumn because any that would mean you've beaten one of the top three. And We've done South Africa twice, I think, in the last four three, or three years. So you know, if you look at it realistically, especially given that Wales tend to improve during a campaign, that's probably best bet. Although, obviously, they're going to be without their English-based players. Um, There'll be no Owen Williams, no Ross Murati, if he was considered bit, you know, fit enough at the time. So that, that's no Thomas Francis, so that is an impact. Um, but I still think, looking at the four games, aside from Georgia, which you'd hope they'd win, South Africa is probably the best bet. Um, and if they come away with two wins, I think results-wise, that would be seen as not too bad but more than anything, you do want to see signs that something is developing and building in terms of the strength of the squad, and more perhaps than anything, in terms of the style of the play. They talked a lot about it, needing to sort of reflect the modern nature of the game. Ball in play, play, ball in play time is, is much higher now with the change of the breakdown laws. Defenses are more spread out. It's harder to break sides down, so you've got to have more creativity and flair. They're looking to do that. Let's see if we see some signs of no, yeah, like
2: breaking sides so down. maybe you say the sides are spread out more as the old pick and goes around, uh, around the
0: breakdown? We don't really have the players to play that. Game. Well, that's the problem. The, the old it.
1: blacks do that better than anyone else. Yeah, they, they do.
2: do the you know, I mean, I thought know, the old blacks against the light are yeah. a bit stronger.
1: I think what depending.
0: I expect to see is a lot more handling from the front five as well. We've heard that this. Ever since the tour of New Zealand in 2016, 16. they came back from that tour and said, well, we've seen the light. Our front five forwards are got to be handing the ball. And that's why you're starting to see the likes of Seb Davis coming through. There's a realisation that that's the future now. If you look at the young props coming through the Welsh Rugby, a lot of them are comfortable with the ball in hand. Rob Evans can throw a lovely flat pass he's very very uh, uh, talented that way Leon Brown good with the ball in hand so you, I think what you're going to see over the course of the autumn is some of those kind of players coming through and getting a chance you've got Christian Dacey and Elliot D as well who are going to get game time so w- what you'd hope is that by the end of the autumn maybe half a dozen players who've had very limited or no international experience for Wales have put themselves forward as genuine World Cup contenders yeah you would hope so
2: I'd agree with Simon two wins probably this autumn Um you know, if, t- if temperatures recover and be available for Australia, I think their no chances would in- improve against them. But yeah, w- what we got to hope for this uh, autumn is that Wales um, don't capitulate in any of these games uh, against Australia this weekend and against, I guess, the um, All Blacks because then you'd be going into that final match against South Africa You know, with uh, confidence would be low. And, uh, and it, you, you could have the reverse, I- reverse effect on some of these young players they could suffer a lot of uh, collateral damage during this uh, uh during this campaign so um you know obviously you you can't ask anymore and for those boys to give 100% in a game and if they're good enough then uh, to be competitive you know you know that'll be um that'll be great um but i think it's important win or lose on saturday they give australia a, a game a good account of themselves and offer something in attack
0: and let's be optimistic, perhaps Sam Cross will come off the bench and score the winning try. So well, that'd be a reasonable story, wouldn't well, it? Well, I'm certainly not
2: dismissive <laughs> of Sam Cross and uh, Gatlin. Uh, He's home players in the past, some have worked, some, uh, some haven't. Uh, Sam Cross, I'll point out again, he is an Olympic silver medalist. And if Wales are going to play a wide game and they get enough ball, Doing the final twenty minutes this Saturday, he could actually if he come in it was only if he gets on the uh, pitch because that's in
0: down to a tee A tail, wasn't it? The real tail. Mm. Yeah, good suppose, luck to it, the
1: lad. it suppose it's quite interesting, because if you think back to last year, it was three wins out of four. And yet it felt not negative, but it didn't it, it felt like the yeah, team it, wasn't progressing, was it?
0: The, the Japan game really set the tone of that and the Australia game at the start. It was such a bad start to the autumn, they were so poor against Australia. And then they were very poor against Japan as well. And I think those are the two games that people took away from the campaign.
2: Yeah, count was great item, was it? No, it was it, it was a,
0: it was a grim autumn. Yeah. Let's hope this one is it. Mind least, you, at Ben, I'd only take
2: those three wins this uh, this time. Even if Wales were winning six nil.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so before we go, I think we will get a score prediction from you both. I'd go Australia
0: to win 25-16 You want yeah. it.
1: Yeah, I go.
2: Uh, oh, don't, don't away, had, no, no, so you know me. you know me. I'm in a truth business, so I'm gonna t- tell everything. You know you you so I'm gonna mm. go uh, uh, Wales, uh, ten, Australia, thirty-six.
1: <laughs> right, there <laughs> we go. What <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> optimism you're talking about? So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be as
2: optimistic as I can but he's asked me for a, 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 a prediction and I, uh, yes. I'm not going to come up and come up and make some bland <laughs> prediction and make it look, you know to, uh, uh, something I don't believe I've come up with what I think
1: okay. happen. I hope are. I'm wrong there we are indeed we all do well on that note uh, you can catch all the uh, build up analysis everything reaction to Wales Australia and the whole of the autumn Internationals on Wales Online